908 and a half, and good morning, folks. Welcome. A beautiful morning outside. Sun's shining. Presently 50 degrees here on Columbus Road. Headed up to 85. It's the party line on 970 WATH 97. Let's see, what is it? 90. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. 93.7. There we go. On FM. Good morning. Welcome in, uh, Don. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. And uh, today, April 20th, and of course the year 2023, it's a Thursday, folks. And... Um, uh, on my calendar, it said we were supposed to have uh, Steve Patterson, the mayor of the city of Athens, this morning. But um, uh, there, I may the calendar might be wrong. So um, I tried to reach him a few minutes ago, but uh, no answer. So he's probably in a meeting somewhere. Good morning, folks. Welcome on this day of April twentieth. Let's do our normal free for all stuff. Um. Let's see here, Don. I always need your help with this. Um, in terms of historical events for this date, on this date in 1862, the first pasteurization test is completed by Frenchman Louis Pasteur and Claude Bernard. And uh, with the name Pasteur came the name pasteurization, right? So, um, yeah. Um, in 1902, on this date, Marie and Pierre Curie isolate the radioactive compound radium chloride. Uh, let's look up radium chloride. I'm just curious what, um, what are some of its uses, um, if, if you know what I mean. Um, any luck there? Uh, it's mainly used in. It's a. Uh, it produces radon gas from radium chloride to be used in radiotherapy for cancer. Okay, so radiation treatments. All right. Uh, on this date in 1920, the Balfour uh, Declaration was recognized, which makes Palestine a British mandate. 1968, on this very date, British politician Enoch, Enoch Powell makes his controversial Rivers of Blood speech. Hmm, rivers of Blood. That doesn't sound real, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, like a happy thing anyway. <laughs> but uh, so w w w the Rivers of Blood speech, what was that, um, you know, what was it about? It was a speech that strongly criticized mass immigration, especially Commonwealth immigration to the United Kingdom and the proposed race relations bill. Hmm. 1968. Moving up a little bit closer, 1967, uh, let me start that over, 1974, the Troubles, the Northern Ireland conflict between Republican and Loyalist paramilitaries, 
British security forces and civil rights groups claim its 1,000th victim. Yeah, that whole Northern Ireland thing was difficult. 1980, on this date of uh, April 20th, the climax of Berber Spring in Algeria sees hundreds of Berber political activists arrested. So many things, you know, when we do this uh, on a free-for-all, there's so many things, you know, that we've forgotten. And it's kind of interesting to um, bring them back up, just for a moment anyway. Um, 1999, Columbine High School Massacre, remember that? Eric Harris and Dylan Claybold kill 13 people and injure 24 others before committing suicide at Col uh, Columbine High School in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Boy, that was some mess. On this date, but in 2010, the Deepwater Horizon drilling rig explodes, killing 11 and causing the rig to sink causing a massive oil discharge in the Gulf of Mexico and an environmental disaster. I remember that one as well. Well, let's see here. Famous birthdays. Adolf Hitler. One of the most evil men in history. Well, yeah. Um... Anyway, he was born on this date in 1889, and he died in 1945. Um, just hit a couple highlights there. If not highlights, lowlights, <laughs> we'll go with. He was an Austrian-born German politician who was the dictator of Germany from 1933 until his suicide in 1945, and he rose to power as the leader of the Nazi Party. So 12 years, he was... The guy. Yeah. <clears throat> in uh, suicide. <laughs> okay. Um, Jessica Lang, right? Um, actress, I think, as I recall. Certainly, she looks great in this picture here. Today's her 74th birthday. Um, hit some of the highlights in her career. She is the 13th actress to achieve the Triple Crown of Acting, having received a Tony Award, two Academy Awards, and three Primetime Emmy Awards. And she is the second actress to win the Academy Award for Best Actress after winning the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. And some of those shows? Uh, she... You know, what was she... Um, what were some of the titles of... Uh, King Kong from 1976. Okay, I remember that. Tootsie from 1982. Oh, yes. Cape Fear from 1991. Yeah. Well, okay, now, how would you pronounce this next birthday? George? I think it's George Dakai. Dakai. I think that's what Takai. T-A-K-E-I. Um, he's celebrating his 86th birthday today, and um, what, what, he, his picture looks very familiar. 
but um, based on his name, I don't have any recollection. Help me. He is an American actor, author, and activist known for his role as Hikaru Sulu, helmsman of the fictional starship USS Enterprise in the television series Star Trek and subsequent films. Yeah. Well, that's why his face looks so familiar, I guess. Going back a ways, Napoleon III was born on this date in 1808. He passed in 1873. Um, you know, we've heard the name Napoleon over the years in studying history many times. Um, I'm, I'm ashamed that I didn't know there was more than one. But uh, this is Napoleon III, so... Uh, it is with some facts about him. He was the first president of France from 1848 to 1852 and the last monarch of France as emperor of the French from 1852 to 1870. Uh, he later proclaimed himself emperor of the French and founded the Second Empire, reigning until the defeat of the French army and his capture by Prussia and its allies at the Battle of Sedan in 1870. All uh, let's see here. What do we got? Two at least. Let me turn the page and see. Uh, two, two famous deaths to bring up today. That is to say these people died on this date, but in the year we'll tell you here. First of all is that of George Clinton. He was born in 1739, but died on this date in 1812. George Clinton. He was an American soldier, statesman, and founding father of the U.S., uh, he also served as the fourth vice president of the United States from 1805 until his death in 1812. He also served as the first governor of New York from 1777 to 1795 and again from 1801 to 1804. Hmm. Um, uh, the other uh, famous death that occurred on this date is that of Tom Lester. And uh, born in 1938, but died on this date three years ago, uh, 2020, the year. Um, his picture looks familiar, but I, I don't know why. Um, what do you got? He was an American actor and evangelist, and he was best known for his role as farmhand Eb Dawson on the television show Green Acres. Okay. And he also appeared in two feature animal films, Gordy and Benji. There you go. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> I swear we had this story once before. We had it on Monday. About the smartwatch? Yep. Okay. I remember. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, what, what we're talking about is that, um, evidently there was some situation where, um... Former President Trump um, was showing off his wristwatch. He had gotten a, a new smartwatch, right? And um, on Monday, uh, according to Dom, we talked about this a little bit, but uh, it's, it's back in the news again. It says uh, this picture that was posted uh, has caused a lot of people to look for that watch online i guess and uh, they're buying them all right well good morning <coughs> let's see here 
Um, I think you probably have heard about this if you pay attention to the news in the last 24 hours. Uh, two teenage brothers and a 20-year-old man were charged yesterday with reckless murder in connection with the weekend mass shooting at a Sweet 16 birthday party in the town of Dadeville, Alabama, which is about 57 miles northeast of Montgomery. The shooting broke out Saturday night after an altercation at a dance studio, leaving at least four people dead and another 32 injured. The brothers, um, are aged 16 and 17, but they will be charged as adults. Reckless murder is a Class A felony, carrying a punishment of 10 to 99 years in prison. Juveniles in Alabama who are 16 years and older are automatically charged as adults for such felonies. The victims of the shooting were all under the age of 24 and included the birthday girl's older brother. Well, I hate to say this, but the last paragraph says, the incident is the latest in a string of mass shootings where four or more people, other than the suspect, are shot and killed. We've just been clobbered with stories like this in the last year or two. Scary. Just a bit scary. All right, uh, let's talk about a North Korea spy satellite. Kim Jong-un. He's the leader there in North Korea. Announced yesterday the country had completed assembly of its first military spy satellite and plans to launch it at an undisclosed date. The announcement came just days after the United States, Japan, and South Korea agreed to conduct regular defense drills in the region. A spy satellite, the first of several planned in that country, would enhance the East Asian country's nuclear weapons program, enabling it to gather intelligence on targets and anti-missile systems. A test launch of the satellite in December produced low-resolution photographs of South Korean cities, which analysts said would be ineffective for reconnaissance pur uh, purposes. Putting a spy satellite into orbit requires a long-range ballistic missile, which the United Nations currently bans North Korea from using. The satellite is the country's latest move in its burgeoning weapons program. Last week, the country tested its Hwasong-18 missile Believed to be the um, believed to be its arsenal's most powerful weapon, 
and the latest in a string of over 100 missile tests since the start of 2022. Wow. That's a bunch. Up in Canada, we have more than uh, 100,000 public, uh, public sector workers on strike. They went on strike yesterday after failing to reach an agreement with the federal government. Once again, we're talking about Canada. Over contract issues that include higher wages and work-from-home guarantees. The strike the third of its kind in Canada in more than 30 years, disrupted a range of federal services, including tax filings and passport renewals. The Public Service Alliance of Canada, which represents about 40% of the total Canadian government workforce, seeks wage gains of 13.5% over a three-year period equivalent to roughly 4.5% per year. A segment of the union that includes workers at the Canada Revenue Agency initially sought about a 30% increase in wages over three years. In contrast, the government's counteroffer includes a wage increase of 9% over a three-year period. Canada's last public sector strikes of similar scale took place in 19, um, 1991. Uh, that strike lasted 13 days. And then they had another one in 2004. And that lasted less than a week. Now, let's see here. Okay, in the categories of sports, entertainment, and culture, Moonbin. Do you know that name? Moonbin, one word, M-O-O-N-B-I-N. And it says, um, let's see here, actor and member of K-pop group Astro. Never heard of him. Uh, nor have I. Anyway, it goes on to say that he dies by suspected suicide at age 25. Um, Frank Ocean. This is another different item. Pulls out of Coachella's second weekend, citing a leg injury. And Blink-182 reportedly to take Ocean's spot. What are we talking about? Musicians. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Here's a uh, one-line thing that says, Former child star Aaron Carter's death in November ruled to be an accidental drowning in a bathtub after Carter had taken sedatives and an inhalant. Aaron Carter. Um, an actor, but a child. Um, 
What what show should I know this name? He was an American singer and rapper. He came to fame as a teen pop singer in the late 90s, establishing himself as a star among preteen and teenage audiences during the first years of the 21st century with his four studio albums. So a singer, I guess. Rapper, anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, what about the category of science and technology? SpaceX readies second launch attempt of its massive Starship spacecraft this morning. A key step toward the company's efforts to bring humans to Mars. I guess that's going on as we speak. It says... Um, I guess there's some sort of live stream or something somewhere that started at 9 this morning, our time. About the same time we did CBS and now are here. Um, oh, I heard about this. There's a new study that shows how hair begins to gray as melanocyte stem cells which constantly move between two compartments in hair follicles to produce pigment proteins become stuck and lose ability to regenerate into pigment cells well the thing i heard um in the last 24 hours is that they've discovered possibly a way to prevent people from getting gray hair hmm. now you have dark hair yes and you're young. You don't have to worry yes. about this. Yeah, <laughs> I got quite a bit yeah. <laughs> until I have to worry about that. <laughs> but I, um, I certainly have uh, some gray hair for sure. Um, I don't know if that. I guess many people it troubles them to have gray hair, but I not me. It's fine. Anyway, they may have this uh, a treatment for it. Let's see. Homunculus. Homunculus. I think homunculus. Homunculus. I think that's how you say it. This is a diagram of the brain that scientists have drawn, and now they've updated it or redrawn it, depicting how the brain controls individual body parts. The revamped map reveals primary motor cortex and is more complex than previously suggested and could improve treatments for brain injury. <laughs> well, the U.S. stock markets closed in a mixed uh, fashion. Uh, the Standard & Poor's was down one one-hundredth of a percent. The Dow was down two-tenths of a percent, but the NASDAQ was up three one-hundredths of a percent. Anyway, you look at it, it's very small changes, but still, those that are stock investors, they watch those numbers very carefully. Tesla, first quarter revenues of $23 billion is up 24% over last year, the same period. 
But net income drops 24% as company lowered prices on selected models. So um, those that invested in Tesla, their shares are down 4%. Let's see here. Shares of regional banks, including Western Alliance and First Republic Bank, close higher on deposit increases. Um, let's see. Here's a paragraph. It says... Uh, Let's see here. I think that's an advertisement. I'm going to skip that. Um, what about politics and world affairs and all that sort of thing? The U.S. Supreme Court has temporarily extended its full access, um, extends full access to abortion pill. Um... Mifepristone, something like that it's pronounced. This is the second time they've extended the um, restrictions on its purchase. But they've not made a, f a permanent decision yet. And um, I guess the um, Supreme Court justices have until Friday to decide whether to allow lower court ruling that limited access to the medication while retaining FDA approval. The House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, he's, um, of course, um, a Republican from California, uh, unveils a package to raise the debt ceiling by $1.5, trillion, that is. Wow. The floor is expected to vote next week on that um, proposal by the House Speaker. We also have an Oklahoma lawmaker who has resigned after leaked recording of alleged racist remarks. Threats against reporters. Um, and let's see here. Yeah, I guess. All right. Let's see, 12 people were arrested after Beijing hospital fire kills at least 29 people. The initial probe points to welding sparks from renovations igniting flammable paint. Poland, Germany, and Israel leaders commemorate the 80th birthday, or rather 80th anniversary, of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising which was the largest Jewish revolt against Nazi Germany during World War II. Um, the LA Times has written a story. It's the story of modern-day gold seekers in the Mojave Desert, whose adventure begins with a decades-old treasure map. The hunt for its lap map maker 
and the mythical bonanza beneath the 6,038-foot California peak. There's a, a small gold rush going on there. We'll see if it pans out. Get the uh, pun? <laughs> okay. That was a pun, folks. All right. Panning for gold, right? Okay. Um, let's see here. Argentina's celebrity crypto pastor. Uh, wow. Generacion Zoe whose founder came from rags to riches, offered investors large returns through market-predicting robots and a gold-backed cryptocurrency. Turns out its promises were too good to be true. This is down in uh, Argentina. But a lot of people uh, fell for it. Or, uh, no, that's not. I that fell for it makes it sound like it was intentionally done. Um, I and I don't have the knowledge to actually say that. Let's see here. Here's another thing. Let's see here. Bum, 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 bum. And an Oklahoma math teacher has been named the uh, 2023 National Teacher of the Year. Um, these are all just one-sentence things. A historic submarine wreckage has been found in the Long Island Sound. Um... Here it says, a thirsty bear, the animal, right, makes its way through 69 cans of soda. Soda pop, folks. Whoa. <laughs> Me and Rodney were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. You know how we have various reports that we share with you sometimes uh, where it talks about to different places in the nation and how they rank in different categories. I guess there's been a more, um, a very recent report, which I haven't come across yet, entitled The Most Pedestrian-Friendly Cities in America. And uh, some of those reports really I find kind of interesting. Um, let's see. D uh, I guess on this date, Danica Patrick is the first woman to win the Indy car race. Oh, Deepwater Horizon oil rig explodes on this date uh, in 2010. I remember this. Killing 11 and starting a months-long oil spill. I think we had a little blurb on that earlier, didn't yeah. we? Well, that's... Um, 
Let's see here. And let's put this report away. It's 940 now, and uh, we've climbed, uh, what were we, 50 when we started today? Degrees outside? I think so. Yeah, it's 59 now here on Columbus Road. Well, let's see. Let's turn our attention to the New York Times. And um, uh, they, too, of course, have the fact that the Supreme Court has delayed its decision on abortion pill, preserving access for the present time. But um, we'll see what they do here soon. Um, in terms of population numbers, India is passing China in population. The question is, for some, can its economy ever do the same? Um, India has a young, vast workforce that is expanding as China's, China's um, ages and shrinks. But the country's immense size also lays bare for enormous challenges. Here's a headline that says, Our guys are shelling us. And it says how Russian propaganda plagues the Ukraine. Plagues the Ukraine. A year into the war, some residents of eastern Ukrainian towns still confound officials and the police with their support for Russia, despite the, con the constant bombardment from Russian sources. Let's see here. I guess the New York Times has ranked, Times has ranked the 100 best restaurants in New York City. Fortunately, they're in all, f I mean, they're all five boroughs have listings. So, um, I, I found New York City to be um, fun to visit, fun to work in, but um, I'm, I think I love Athens. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see here. Aberration. A-B-R-R-A-T-I-O-N. What, what's that word? Aberration. Um, How'd you spell it again? A-B-E-R-R-A-T-I-O-N. Aberration. It's a word I'm not really familiar with. A departure from what is normal, usual, or expected, typically one that is unwelcome. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, now I re now I understand. So this whole Fox News mess. Um, they're saying that Fox News remains an aberration in American journalism. And had they gone to trial, you know, they they settled the um, three hundred and some. Million was it? I think it was seven hundred some million. Okay. I think, I think it was seven hundred and fifty-seven point something million. Wow. Um. 
had they not settled it before the trial actually began, um, that trial, I think, would have demonstrated the full extent of the company's practice of deliberate deceit. Um, let's see. I faintly in my mind... I believe that the founders of Fox um, had Ohio, connections to Ohio University. I and, did not know that. And its School of Journalism. Hmm. Now, of course, our School of Journalism would not, um, what would you call it? Um, they would be totally against what was what has been suggested that Fox did. But um, I hope I'm not wrong on that. Uh, the, the names of a couple people are just on the tip of my tongue. And folks, you know, as I've gotten older, it's amazing how I'll go somewhere and I'll see somebody that I recognize, but recalling their name uh, can often be stressful. I'm ashamed that I can't, you know, whip it right out, the name. Oh, well. Is it Rupert Murdoch? Um, because I know that's one of the higher-ups at Fox. You're one of the, like, the owners or... Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's a founder he, or not. That's one of the names, uh, but there's some others, too. Yeah, I can't remember the other ones, but that's just what I know off the top of my head. Well, anyway, Fox, what uh, what an awful thing. <laughs> um, I guess there's been a video released recently of some sort of camera system from that Beijing hospital that collapsed. Um... And they had that bad fire um, and smoke inhalation and all that stuff. And in this video, you can see people exiting through windows using a bed sheet and balancing on air conditioning units in, um, to escape the flames and smoke. Awful. Staley High School. That's in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, there's a young man there who's a student. His name is Ralph Yarl. And um, you maybe have seen or heard of this story, but he, out there in Kansas City, he went to pick up his brother at a house. He arrived at the wrong house by mistake, knocked on, the do knocked on the door, and the fellow inside shot him twice, once in the head, once in the arm. And um, uh, we've seen pictures of him in the hospital, and... Um, And we've seen pictures of the man who shot him and the fact that he's, neighbors say, I guess, that he's just, uh, he's easily upset and stuff like that. 
Now, there's a, another factor here which I haven't mentioned. The, this young student, but he was old enough to drive, um, is black. And the person inside who had, by the way, signs up in the entrance saying private drive and uh, do not trespass and stuff like that. Um, the guy inside was white and he was upset. Uh, what a dark story. Let's see, in world news, uh, three nuclear superpowers, rather than two now, uh, and they go on to say, Usher in a new strategic era. So they go on, China is on track to massively expand its nuclear arsenal just as Russia suspends the last major arms control treaty. It augurs a new world in which Beijing, Moscow, and Washington will likely be atomic peers. In another item, Sudan's generals dined with peace negotiators, then started a war. What led to the two generals, recently allies, to turn their forces on each other, devastating a country of 45 million people. Yet another item, after settler attacks, a Palestinian town fears for its survival. A surge in attacks by Jewish settlers in the Israeli-occupied West Bank, amid inflammatory statements by Israeli leaders, has Palestinians on edge. Um, here in the U.S., in fact, um, this one... We talked about the um, young black um, student who knocked on the door of a person and was shot twice just a moment ago. Um, there's two men appearing in courtrooms in different parts of our country yesterday, charged in shootings that came after minor missteps on everyday tasks. And uh, that story I read earlier uh, are one of those two they're talking about. Okay, here's a question. What are stand-your-ground laws, and when do they apply? Oh, yeah. This, too, refers to that story. It says the shootings of two people who mistakenly approached homes in Missouri and New York have renewed attention to self-defense laws across the country. Yeah. In another story, California has so many potholes, Arnold Schwarzenegger and bikers are trying to fill them. I heard about this somewhere else. 
A torrent of winter storms has left an overwhelming number of potholes across the state of California, and road crews are struggling to keep up with the backlog. So as I understand it, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and some other bikers, uh, bicyclists, um, have started raising funds and are actually doing some of the repairs voluntarily. That's kind of neat. Oh my, this Disney mess. Have you heard about it? Ron? I think so. Yeah. Well, Ron DeSantis is the governor of the state of Florida. Now, I think I'm correct when I say Disneyland is in California and Disney World is in Florida, and that's all that Disney has. I think so. In the way of theme parks or whatever you want to call it. Um, what year was Disney World built? It's been a long time. 1971. Okay. At the time, the state of Florida was so excited about their coming that uh, the lawmakers back then um, said they would not tax Disney for the property, for the incomes, whatever. Um, and maybe that's too broad a statement, but the point is they made it very, um, they were trying to get Disney to absolutely do it, the proposed theme park. Well, they did. But the current governor, Ron DeSantis, um, and by the way, Disney World is the largest, the state's largest private employer. Um, anyway, DeSantis wants to change all of that. And, um, he's the governor and he wants, um, Disney to have to pay taxes. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure of these points, but I, I think employees of Disneyland don't have to pay income tax. It's all sorts of things like that. Um. Whether that one is accurate or not, that statement, I, I don't know. But I've heard all sorts of things. But golly, the largest employer in the state of Florida uh, corporately doesn't have to pay income taxes. Wow. Let's see here. Uh, Boris Epstein. He's a Trump legal advisor, and it says here he's to be interviewed by special counsel. The interview is the latest example of the focus by the special counsel, Jack Smith, on the role of lawyers working for former President Donald Trump. We have our inspector general, or one of them, that says the U.S. aid may be flowing to the Taliban. 
The Special Inspector General for Afghanistan's Reconstruction has accused the Biden administration of blocking his efforts to track the assistance. Let's see here. A death in Dairyland spurs a fight against a silent killer. Farmers face an elevated risk of suicide. After Brenda Statz's husband, Leon, lost his battle with depression, she is trying to spare others from his fate. This is... um, a woman whose uh, husband was a farmer, and he's been so um, upset about um, the financial impact on farming that um, he killed himself. And she's trying to um, create an organization to help relatives of farmers and to assist those that are troubled. Here's a line that says the future of social media is a lot less social. So we've heard about TikTok and all of that. But this is affecting Facebook and Twitter and others, right? And they seem to be increasingly connecting users with brands and influencers. Um, Or influencers, if you prefer that way pronounced. So to, dis- to restore a sense of community, some users are trying smaller social networks. We have about a minute left in today's program. Um, a tech leader, a tech industry pioneer, sees a way for the United States to lead in advanced chips. You know, up in New Albany, Ohio, Uh, That has become a very big thing. And with proposals underway to make it even bigger and build other plants there. Um, Golly, I remember when New Albany had one restaurant. (laughs) And um, and it was, um, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. But New Albany is just booming well let's see here um i i guess we're out of time here um folks uh, we'll do it again tomorrow right here on 970 wath i told you about uh, 15 minutes ago it had climbed to 59 degrees here on columbus road and it's still just that but it's gonna get up to 85 today Wow. It was pleasant sitting outside last night for um, (laughs) a bit of wine at uh, Pleasant Hill. All right. Be careful, and we'll join you again 24 hours, well, 23 hours from now. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.3 FM.